0: the way that you are in a meeting room is going to have massive impact on your career and i cannot emphasize this enough leaders perception of you your boss's perception of you higher-ups perception of you all of those things are going to drive the successes that you achieve in your career when you're in a meeting room talking you're not just talking you're showing people your stuff. You're showing people what you're made of. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzek, and my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here and now, on to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited to record this episode. I had kind of been waiting to like get inspired on this topic, and the inspiration finally came, so I'm feeling very happy. Sometimes my creative process can feel very unpredictable and i can have an idea for a podcast or a concept and it's not fully baked and this one was just taking a while to come out of the oven so i'm happy that it finally did. Okay. Hello. Let's let's like slow things down and get to know each other. I'm Jess. I am the host and creator of this podcast. I started this show in 2018. I was in the corporate world. I was doing really well and had a lot of success in my corporate career, but Before that success was a lot of imposter syndrome and self-doubt and fear and struggle. And not that those things like magically went away, but I got a lot better at navigating those things and I was able to build a really satisfying, fulfilling, successful corporate career. And I started this podcast because I wanted to support and speak to and reassure other women out there who were having trouble speaking up and finding their voice and feeling confident. I wanted to reassured those types of women that change is possible. And I really wanted to remind women, both you, the listener, and myself too, how limitless we truly are. I think when we're experiencing doubt and really questioning ourselves, I think we forget our own potential. We forget what capacity we have inside us. We get into this really black and white, all or nothing view of ourselves, where we begin to forget that we're capable and forget like all of the things that we bring to the table. And I really wanted this podcast to be that reminder of all of the things that you bring to the table. Even if you doubt yourself, even if there are certain elements of your job that feel really difficult for you, even if you feel like you mess things up, even if you feel like you're not as confident as you want to be, I want to remind you that all of those feelings can be there and, and all of that stuff can exist and you can still have so much talent and so much capability and so much potential. And I really view my work as helping you believe that and access that and bring that out in your career so you can not only feel confident day-to-day in your job, but get on a really powerful career path to leadership. Like the driving mission for me behind this, like the thing that keeps me doing this that I feel so excited about that never seems to like fade from my excitement is more female leaders, more women in powerful positions, feeling powerful and leading and changing corporate cultures for the better. So anyway, (laughs) that's the show, welcome. I'm so pumped that you're here. Today, I'm walking you through such an important concept, which is all about becoming a leader and getting noticed in a room and having a presence in a meeting room that makes people listen to you, makes people respect you, makes people think of you as someone who has the potential to elevate in your organization. The way that you behave in meetings and the way that you contribute and communicate in meetings shapes a huge part of your reputation and a huge part of how people perceive you. And don't worry, don't use this against you because you don't need to be perfect or feel 100% confident all of the time to be a powerful presence in meetings and to use meetings to develop that killer reputation that helps you advance and get promoted and build a super powerful career. All you have to do is take one small step at a time. And today's episode is actually part of a mini series of podcast episodes that's designed to help you do that. So I am so pumped. Before I dive in, I have two announcements for you. And they are linked together. So announcement number one is that we are quickly approaching the enrollment period for my signature group program, the Art of Speaking Up Academy. And I'm smiling because when I say the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I think of the women who are currently in the academy and all of the time that I've gotten to spend with them, which has just been really joyful for me as a facilitator. So the Art of Speaking Up Academy is my signature group program. It is a coaching and professional development program designed for ambitious women who are ready to take their confidence and their communication skills to the next level. Inside this program, my goal is to help you with the inner work on mindset and confidence and the more surface level work on communication skills and executive communication to help you with both of those things so that you can make a very powerful impression in the meeting rooms that you are in and build that reputation that will help propel your career forward. This is a six-month journey. This is an in-depth program because the way that I like to do my coaching work is I like to support women in experiencing real, lasting, and sustainable change. It's not about quick fixes. It's not about hacks and tips and tricks. It's about true, sustainable confidence building and true mastery of the communication skills that will take your reputation and your meeting presence and your career to the next level. So the Art of Speaking Up Academy is going to be opening for enrollment starting next month in May. If you are listening to this episode the week it comes out, the first chance you'll have to enroll will be starting next week. So mark your calendar if you know you are interested in joining the Art of Speaking Up Academy because there will be two enrollment periods, early enrollment and regular enrollment. Early enrollment will be from May 2nd to May 9th, and regular enrollment will be from May 9th through May 23rd. So the first thing that you need to do is if you know you want to be part of this program, I strongly suggest you get yourself on the waitlist, because the waitlisters are going to be the first to be offered early enrollment. So you will only get to participate in that early enrollment period if you're on the waitlist. To join the wait list, you're going to want to head over to justguessitcoaching.com slash academy, and there you will see the button to join. The reason it's important to get on the waitlist is because one, you will receive a discount on your program tuition, and two, you will have the chance to enroll in the Art of Speaking Up Academy before the launch goes public, and there's a good chance that the program is going to fill. So if you know you want to join, there is no reason to wait, and I strongly suggest that you participate in early enrollment. Like I said, you can grab your spot on the waitlist by going to Jessica's Coaching. Dot com slash academy, and that will ensure that you are the first to find out and that you have the opportunity to say yes to the next step in your journey, which will be finding your voice and learning how to feel stronger and more confident in those meeting rooms. That is the first announcement. The second announcement is because I'm about to launch the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I have created a free video course in honor of the launch. The title of this video course is The Beginner's Guide to Powerful Communication. And in this video course, I walk you through the two foundational puzzle pieces that you are going to need to master to go from being a beginner in the meeting room to becoming a very powerful and effective communicator. This course is short. I keep the roadmap really, really simple. And I break down for you exactly why you might be feeling stuck when it comes to finding a powerful voice in meetings. And I help you diagnose what to do based on that. What I find in my work is that a lot of people consume the podcast and listen to my content, but sometimes have troubles getting unstuck completely and taking their confidence to the next level, this course will help you figure out why that's happening, why you are still struggling, and most importantly, what you can do next to accelerate your journey of finding that confident, powerful voice. To grab the course Head over to justguessitcoaching.com slash free resources, and it will only be available during the launch of the Art of Speaking Up Academy. So if you want to get this course, get it now. Don't wait because I'll be taking it down after the launch is over. And it is free, and it is super useful, and it has the potential to change how you feel in meetings. So there is no reason to skip it. To grab it, head over to com slash free resources. And those are the announcements. So there's the wait list for the Art of Speaking Up Academy to do early enrollment. And there's the free course, The Beginner's Guide to Powerful Communication. And now we get to get into the meat of today's episode, which of course is going deeper into the topic of meetings. And I feel so strongly about this because I believe this is one of the things that really shifted things for me in my career. I always think about like, Why would, why did I have success in my career? Like, what was it that I did that worked really well, that helped me get promoted really quickly, that helped me step into bigger roles really quickly? Like, that just helped me have a really attractive, successful career. I'm constantly thinking about that. And one of the pieces that comes up for me and that is so present in my coaching work with my clients is this idea of having this strong, powerful leadership presence in a meeting room. And what I want to emphasize is when I say things like strong, powerful leadership presence, please don't mistake this with needing to be perfect, with not feeling any sort of nervousness, right? Having a strong, powerful presence does not come from perfection it comes from you being willing to be brave and courageous. And so I really want you to think about as I share these things with you, that all of this stuff is possible for you even if you struggle in meetings, even if you don't feel confident, even if you don't feel like a leader, as long as you're willing to take one tiny step outside of your comfort zone. And you don't need to be super polished and super flawless and just like so amazing in order to have a strong presence in a room. You just need to know how to speak like a leader and you need to care deeply about acting as a leader in the meeting room. And if those things are true, those things will carry you way farther Than perfection and feeling totally ready and totally amazing ever will. You will have moments where you feel ready and amazing, but you don't need to feel ready and amazing to start on this journey. And you certainly don't need to feel ready and amazing to join me inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. It is not about being perfect, right? Leading and confidence and having a strong voice is not about bringing our old perfectionist habits into this work of building confidence. It's about learning to be strong and bold and audacious and to believe in yourself. So that's what I want you to hold with you as you're listening to this. I don't want you to listen through a lens of thinking that you are, you know, like you're too far behind for this advice and this advice isn't for you. I want you to listen with a lens of you're a leader. There's a leader inside of you and you're in process of learning and mastering becoming that leader. Okay. So the way that you are in a meeting room is going to have massive impact on your career. And I cannot emphasize this enough. Every decision of how to speak and when to speak and what to say that you make in a meeting accumulates and compounds over time And what it is compounding to and building to is people's perception of you. And people's perception of you, especially leaders' perception of you, your boss's perception of you, higher-ups' perception of you, all of those things are going to drive the successes that you achieve in your career. And again, I'm going to bring you back to this point of you don't need to be perfect You already have what you need to help those leaders develop a powerful perception of you. This episode is the beginning of a series of how to begin doing that. When you truly begin embodying these principles, not only Will you be more effective in those meeting rooms and will you get noticed? But you will find that you enjoy those conversations because when you are deeply engaged and showing up strong and bold and confident like a leader, it's fun. It's really fun. Suddenly you feel like you're part of something and you're moving things forward and you're part of a conversation and you're not just this timid outsider looking in your engagement deepens and so your satisfaction deepens and your entire job and professional experience starts to shift and feel different. This is what happened to me. It's not just about feeling more confident and becoming more effective, although those things are amazing and I want to help you with those things, but it's also about feeling fulfilled in your role and loving it and instead of dreading a conversation, feeling genuinely excited for it because it's intellectually stimulating and it's rejuvenating and it's fun. And so this stuff is just so powerful and I feel so strongly about it. So let's get started. So the way that I want to start is I'm going to have you do a little thought experiment. We're going to do the thought experiment together. I'm going to kind of like walk through it with you. And then we're going to talk about what it means. And this is part of a multi-part, Podcast episode series. So, this is the episode where I'm giving you the overview of all of the different principles that will help you stand out and make a super powerful impression in meetings, no matter your starting point. And then in the episodes that follow, I'm going to deep dive into each one of the principles. I tried to record this as one episode, and it's just way too much content. So in honor of the launch of the Art of Speaking Up Academy, I decided to make it a series so I could really give each piece the attention that it deserved, and so I I didn't feel like I had to rush through getting you so much information. So today, we're just getting to the overview, and then we're going to dive into the component parts in the episodes that follow. Okay, you ready for the thought experiment? Let's do it. Here's the thought experiment. Here's what I want you to imagine, and we're gonna do it together. I'm gonna do it with you. So I want you to imagine that there is a round table and there are five people sitting at this table. Now, for purposes of this thought experiment, when we look at these people sitting at this table, we have no idea what their titles are at the company they work for. So they all work for the same company, but we don't know their roles and we don't know their titles. And we know that they are representing an assortment of different titles. They're all from different parts of the company. So they're, it's a very diverse group of people. It's not like they're all VPs or they're all managers or they're all, let's say, associates. It's, it's an, we know it's an assortment of people. So that's what we know. And um, we also, we don't know what these people look like. So I just want you to imagine that they're wearing masks or their faces are obscured and they're just like five humans at this table talking. So we can't really tell their age, right? Like we don't know much about them. We just know that there's five humans at this table and they're about to have a meeting together And you and I are going to watch them have this meeting, and you and I have been tasked with this task to observe this meeting and guess who is the leader. So we have to watch them do this meeting, and let's just say it's a 30-minute meeting because watching an, an hour of someone else's meeting sounds real long to me. So let's make this fictional exercise 30 minutes, shall we? We're going to watch them talk for 30 minutes, and at the end of the 30 minutes, we have to submit our guess as to which one of them is the leader. We have been asked to decide, who do you think is the leader on this project? Who has the title of leader? And it's not necessarily who has the most senior title in the room, but it's, it's more of this project that all of these five people are collaborating on who's the leader of the project? So at the end of the 30 minutes, you and I have a ballot and we write down who we think it is. Is it person one, person two, person three, person four, or person five? And then we submit it. And if we guessed correctly, let's just say we each get a thousand dollars. So this is like a fun little task, right? We watch this 30 minute meeting and then we guess who we think is the leader on the project. We have no external clues. so we don't know people's titles. We can't see what they look like. So we like we you know, we can't use age to like maybe guess how how much seniority they have in the organization, right? we We don't have any of those outer signals that we might be able to use to deduce. All we have is we get to watch the conversation happen across these five humans. Now, here's the question that I'm gonna ask to you, and I'm gonna run through it with you together as a thought exercise. Because there's so much richness in this, and I get very excited about this. Okay. So, the question that I want to ask you is if you were asked to do this, what would you look for to try to figure out who the leader is among these five people? What is it that you would be looking for in the conversation? And I want you to just take a minute. If you want to pause the episode, that's a great idea and just make a short little list of what are some signals that I would look for to decide who I think the leader is in this room. And what I'm going to do, so you can pause now before the spoiler is coming, so this would be the point to pause. What I'm going to do is share with you my perspective on what I would look for And what I believe is what is looked for most prominently in a corporate environment. So I'm going to walk you through what I would be looking for as I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to place my bet on for me to try to win the $1,000 prize, right? And I put the prize there so that we can really get in a headspace of like, we feel incentivized to guess correctly, right? So we really want to focus and concentrate and take this task really seriously and solve it like a real puzzle. So here's what I would be looking for. The first thing that I would look for is very simple, is just how much is each person talking, right? If I had to divide this conversation into how much airtime is being taken up by each of the five people, what am I noticing? Now, that won't give me a perfect answer in terms of who I think the leader is, but it's kind of like the game, you know, have you played guess who when you were little? And it's like, does your person have a mustache? And then, you know, you can eliminate if, if your opponent's person doesn't have a mustache, you can eliminate all the mustache people. I'm seeing like all the guess who faces in my mind now. Like, I remember there was that lady with like the long white hair. Anyway, you can eliminate people. So, similarly, in this exercise, I would notice if there are people in this group of five that aren't speaking or are speaking minimally, I'm gonna go ahead and eliminate them. I'm going to assume that if they're playing a minimal to zero role, in the conversation that they are not the leader on this project. Now, there's one subtlety that I just want to point out here is like, this doesn't mean that you have to be talking so much for me to think that you might be the leader and like being loud and taking up all the space. But you can kind of tell is someone like in this conversation, right? Like, are they speaking at a frequency with which I can tell they play a role in this and this is important to them? And if I am not seeing them speak beyond that amount, I'm going to assume that that person is probably not the leader. So that's the first thing I'm looking for is how much is each person talking? How much of the talking time is each person taking up? That's number one. The second thing I'm going to look for, which is really an intangible thing, is what is the vibe that I'm feeling from the people who are talking, right? So if I've eliminated maybe there's like one or two people in this group of five who really are not speaking much and I'm like, okay, I don't think that either one of those two people are the leader. So unless they really say something that surprises me or kind of change how they're in the conversation I'm going to eliminate them and I'm going to focus my attention for this 30 minute observing session on let's just say the three people who seem to be doing most of the talking so then as I am observing the three people I'm going to I'm going to ask myself what is the vibe like what vibe am I feeling from these people am I getting a vibe that one of them just feels like the person in charge. And it's purely based on literally how I feel. It's based on my gut. It's like, what what kind of feeling am I getting? Am I getting the feeling of like, oh, this person, they're speaking and acting like they're in charge. The way that they're sharing their ideas, the way that they're talking They seem to have a command over this topic, over this problem that the other two don't quite have. And so I think I'm going to put my money for now on this person, this person who seems to have this command and this confident vibe. My hypothesis is going to be maybe they're the leader out of the three people that are doing some of the talking. So that's the second thing I'm going to look at, right? And maybe they all have, maybe all three of them have a similarly confident vibe. In that case, I got to move down my list and start looking for more clues. So here are some more clues that I would be looking for. Another thing that I would be looking for is who's making the most sense in this room? When these people are speaking, Who is the person whose contributions are easiest to follow and simplest and most logical and most digestible for my brain? Who in this group is showing me through the clarity with which they speak that they have the deepest command over this topic? Because if someone makes sense, and I can follow them at every step of the way, then I know that they deeply understand this material because they're able to speak about it in a way that makes sense to me. And if they can speak about it in a way that makes sense to me, I know that it makes sense to them, and I know that they have mastery over this material. So if there's someone in the room who is much clearer and easier to understand than the other people. Maybe the other people are speaking in a way that sounds confusing. Maybe they're winding around. Maybe it's really hard to understand what they're saying. The more those people begin to kind of lose me, the more I'm going to question whether they're the leader of this project, right? I'm going to tend to think that the person in charge is the person who is able to communicate in a way that the group can understand and in a way that makes sense. So that's the the third thing that I'm going to look for, is who here is demonstrating a command over the material so strong that they are able to articulate themselves clearly? Now, the next thing that I'm going to look for is, and this is really important, this is one of the most important ones of all the points that I'm sharing in this episode and in this podcast series, this is one of the most important ones. The next one I'm going to look for is who seems to be driving progress in this conversation. So there are multiple ways to participate in a conversation. You can be a part of it, and you can speak, and you can share ideas with people. But that's not the same as contributing in a way that is moving things forward. So I'm going to be looking at who is trying to take all the ideas that are being thrown out and gather them up and synthesize them. Who's constantly trying to figure out next steps? Who's constantly pointing out when the meeting is going on a tangent and bringing everyone back to the original goal? Whose mind is solely focused on forward progress? And I'm going to watch really carefully for this because this is more subtle because not only am I looking at like how much are people speaking, but I'm really paying attention to when they speak is the function of their contribution moving the meeting forward. And that's another thing I'm going to look at. And if there's someone who is constantly bringing everyone back to the purpose, and who is helping everyone not get caught going down rabbit holes, and who is helping everyone really progress and move forward, I'm going to begin putting my money on that person thinking, hmm, I think that that person is the person in charge because they seem to constantly be thinking, about making forward progress, and they seem to be the one focused on keeping this ball rolling forward. So that's the fourth thing that I'm going to look at. And the fifth and final thing that I'm going to look at is, is there anyone in this group of five who's taking risks and who isn't playing safe? Am I noticing anyone in this room who isn't afraid to challenge other people's ideas who isn't afraid for their ideas to be challenged, who isn't afraid to suggest new and innovative ideas, who isn't afraid to put them out there, am I noticing that someone in this room is taking risks? If I'm noticing that, that will tend to make me think that they are thinking more deeply because they're pushing beyond the status quo. If they're sharing things that are risky and brave, I know, That they are sufficiently engaged in this material that they are getting to these deeper level insights and pressure testing things, which tells me that they really care about this topic, right? And they're thinking about this topic at the level of someone who really cares, not just at a surface level, and they're having the courage to actually share that with the group, to me, that says that their booty is probably on the line for this, right? They're probably the leader because they're thinking so deeply and being so brave to share these insights. So now I want you to imagine if there's, that there's one person in the room of five who combines all of these traits. So I want you to imagine that as you're observing all of these people at the table speaking, there's one person who is talking more than the other four, who has a vibe that is confident and certain, who makes sense when they speak and is very easy to follow, who is always driving the conversation forward and who is not afraid to take a risk and who is not playing it safe. If you have a group of five people and four of them are not really doing those things, they're kind of quiet, they don't sound super certain, they're not so easy to follow when they do share something, they don't seem to be driving things forward, right, they're not really taking risks, you have four people participating that way, and you have one person doing all of the five things that I just laid out, you're going to put your money on that person, right, person number five. And of course, this is kind of an extreme example of splitting the room. But the purpose of this thought exercise is to help you understand that the way that you participate in the meeting and the way that you are in the room is going to affect whether the people around you take their ballot and vote for you as the leader. (laughs) Now, they're not in an experiment where they have to guess who the leader is in this room of five people. But in the corporate world, what leaders have to do is make decisions about who's going to get promoted, who's going to get the big projects, who's going to get the leadership roles, who's going to get the opportunities. That is how they cast their ballot. And they are going to cast their ballots most frequently to the person who is acting as the leader in the room. And it doesn't matter whether you're the actual leader on the project or not. When you act as the leader in every room that you show up in, that is when you begin to get noticed at a whole nother level. That is when it becomes very important for your company to retain you and nurture you and grow you. And not just within your company, but all of those good things that happen to you then make you more powerful and more appealing out in the job market. It creates a virtuous cycle where you have become so valuable to your organization that you are now able to reach for and go for bigger and better things in your career, and all of this came from the decisions that you make in meetings, and all of this came from your willingness to do these five things that I'm talking about, right? To be speaking frequently, to exude confidence, to speak in a way that makes sense and is easy for people to follow, to be committed to driving progress, and to be unafraid to take a risk and exit your comfort zone. When you take on these qualities, you are perceived as a leader. And not only are you perceived as a leader, your effectiveness goes up. I want you to think about these five people sitting at this round table. Who's adding the most value? Who's helping the project the most, right? Who's the person that if they leave, we are going to be screwed because we needed them? It's the person who's doing all of those things, right? So, you change the value that you're adding. And when you become more valuable, you get recognized as more valuable. And this is so important because I know I had this habit and this is something that I work through with my clients a lot. A lot of us fall into the pattern of only adding value through execution. Only adding value through taking on more things, turning things around faster, being a yes person. And you can't only add value that way because it will exhaust you, it will burn you out. And ultimately, there's only so many things you can take on and so many things you can say yes to. You need to learn to add value by being the leader in that meeting room and making that very strong impression. And so the reason that I walked you through this experiment is because I really want you to try to wrap your mind around this idea that when you're in a meeting room talking, you're not just talking, you're showing people your stuff, you're showing people what you're made of. And when you learn how to show them what you're made of in a super effective way, you become thought of as the leader. And that is why the art of speaking up is so important and finding your voice is so important because in the meeting room, your voice is the thing that makes you the leader. All of these five things that I walked you through All involve speaking, whether it's speaking frequently, speaking with confidence, speaking clearly, speaking ideas that represent risks and that are super brave, speaking in a way to move things forward. They all come from your voice. Your voice, your communication, your speaking in a room is how you lead. And when you lead, your confidence grows leaps and bounds and it completely accelerates the trajectory of your career. And so, In this podcast series, what I'm committed to doing is helping you understand these five components that I just walked you through so that you can begin focusing on bringing these qualities into the meeting rooms that you're in. And these five components are the components that you will gain mastery of inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. The curriculum that I've created and what I walk you through in that program is designed to help you become stronger in these areas so you can exude the presence and power of a leader in the room. It doesn't mean you have to be perfect. It doesn't mean you can never feel nervous. It doesn't mean that you have to be super polished and speak as someone you're not and not be yourself. And in fact, the way that I do this work is helping you find a way to do it while being yourself, while being true to you so that your voice and your presence as a leader is sustainable and authentic so that you're not going into those meeting rooms putting on a mask and being fake, but you're going in speaking as you, speaking as the strongest, most confident, most solid version of who you are. That is what I want to help you with in this podcast series, and that is what I will be able to help you with on a much deeper level inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. Now, it sounds like I'm wrapping up this episode, but I have one last thing to share with you, which is the name of the five things on this list. So this list of things that I would look for to figure out who is the leader in the room, these are the components of showing people that you are that badass leader, and I'm going to walk you through what they're called, and then you will see me come out with subsequent episodes that go into each one of those things. So first, I told you I would look for who is talking in the room, right? Who's speaking? That is visibility. Visibility is how much you are speaking and how much space you are taking up. I'll do an entire episode just on that. The second is, I said I'd feel the vibe. I'd feel the vibe for who feels like confident and who's acting like a leader and who's giving me those leader vibes. That is called authority. Authority means that when you speak, you exude this vibe of I am a leader. I'll be going into that one in more detail too. The third one I said is who is making sense? Who is easy to follow? Because when someone makes sense, they become more credible in my eyes. This third one is called captivation. This means that when you speak, you captivate people's attention because it's simple, it's easy to follow, and it makes sense. And when you're easy to follow and you make sense, people tend to think of you as understanding things more deeply. And the fourth one, who is driving progress? And the fifth one, who is not playing it safe, who is taking risks and sharing innovative ideas and exiting their comfort zone, those two things are called thought leadership. Thought leadership means you're not just a passive participant, but you are in that room to get shit done and that you are contributing in a way that moves things forward because you are sharing novel ideas and you are not afraid to pull the group forward based on how you contribute in the meeting. So that's the list of five. They condense into four key concepts, visibility, authority, captivation, and thought leadership. And like I said, in the episodes that are coming up, you will learn more about those things. And if you know that you are at a point in your career where you feel ready to master those things so that you can finally use those meeting rooms, as an opportunity to further your career, and so you can finally feel confident in those meeting rooms and know that you know exactly how to communicate when you're in that Zoom room, I would strongly encourage you to join me inside the Art of Speaking Up Academy. You can add yourself to the waitlist at Coaching com And you can participate in early enrollment from May 2nd to May 9th, once you're on the wait list. And on May 9th, the broader enrollment period will open up. So mark your calendar if you know you want to join. And if you are like, I am feeling this, I want to be a powerful communicator, I want to learn how to impress my leaders and my boss when I'm in that meeting room then make sure to grab my free course, The Beginner's Guide to Powerful Communication, where I will walk you through a simple roadmap to help take your communication to the next level. You can grab that at justguessitcoaching.com slash free resources. So I am going to be just flooding you with resources on becoming a powerful voice in meetings in honor of my upcoming launch of the Art of Speaking Up Academy. So if you're working on your communication skills, I hope you're having fun and having a ball with all of this content because I know that I'm definitely having fun sharing it with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I am so excited to dive deeper into this with you. And I will catch you in the next episode. Have a wonderful, beautiful week.